This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements, helping injured people and their families since 1975. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by Allstate, American General, The Hartford, John Hancock, Liberty Mutual, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, New York Life, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen, head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're glad you could join us again today. Well, all across America, from motels to five-star hotels, there's a huge problem, and it's affecting people both physically and mentally. And that huge problem comes from a very tiny creature we call the bedbug. In recent years, there have been several lawsuits filed, even at prestigious hotels like the Waldorf Astoria in New York. And lawsuits over bedbug infestation have been growing. Well, bedbugs are not only limited to hotels, but can be found virtually anywhere, from apartments, schools, hospitals, to warehouses that house furniture, box springs, and mattresses. According to a survey by the National Pest Management Association, one out of every five Americans has had a bedbug infestation in their home or knows someone who's encountered bedbugs either at home or in a hotel. So today on Ringler Radio, we're going to be taking a look at the impact of bedbugs and the preventive measures to help avoid them, as well as some of the litigation that's risen up to combat the problem. And uh, to help me do all that, my co-host today is my Ringler colleague from Philadelphia and my friend Ross Duncan. Ross has been with Ringler since 1984, during which time his office has participated in over 5,000 settlements. Is that 5,000 settlements, Ross? That's correct. Long time, Ross. Yep, yep. And uh, by the way, Ross has recently been elected chairman of the board of Ringler Associates. So congratulations and welcome, Ross. Well, thanks, Larry. It's always my pleasure to uh, participate with the voice of Ringler Radio. <laughs> well, thanks, Ross. That's kind, those are kind, kind words. Our special guest today is Dan Whitney, managing partner of Whitney & Bogris from Towson, Maryland. Dan has an extensive background in product liability, fire and life safety litigation, medical malpractice, medical device and pharmaceutical litigation, and toxic torts. And Dan also represents individuals who've been impacted, importantly for our discussion, by bedbugs. So, Dan, welcome to the show, and it's great to have you here today. Thank you, Larry. Great. Well, Dan, let's take a look at how these bugs infest mattresses, box springs, and furniture. Where do these bugs come from, and what do bed bugs look like? Okay, well, typically I see situations where someone has gone to some location where there's been a bed bug infestation, like a hotel, and uh, they come home after visiting the hotel, and uh, they start uh, experiencing uh, uh, rashes, itchy rashes, and uh, it finally dawns on them that they trace it back to the hotel, and uh, sure enough, uh, bed bugs have hitched a ride on clothing or luggage, and now the home is infested. Now, where do the bed bugs come from in the hotel environment? Are they brought in by people with, with certain clothing, or are they there in the wood? Where, where do they come from? Well, from both locations. Actually, at some point, someone has come to the hotel or several people have come to the hotel, depending on the on location, with, with bed bugs uh, on them 
on their clothing or in their luggage. And then once the bed bugs become uh, entrenched, they go from uh, room to room, floor to floor, if it's not properly treated. So mm-hmm. uh, it could be from the original person that, that brings them or, or different guests that bring them, and then they get into the walls. And I see the same problem with, with apartment buildings. If you have a, a multi-unit apartment, you can have someone uh, the, the floor below you uh, with bed bugs, and it will spread from you know room to room, floor to floor. And I've seen it in case after case. Uh, it appears, Dan, that, that uh, as, you, as you indicated, that these things can uh, be transported in any number of ways, and uh, you know, not only on your body or your clothing, but uh, uh, suitcases, uh, um, uh, any which way. Is, is there any way to uh, uh, counteract that when you're in a hotel? What is there anything you can do? Sure. The the advice that uh, entomologists give uh, and pest control contractors give is to uh, make sure when you go to a hotel that you don't put your luggage on the bed, for instance, and uh, you, you keep it, if you want to be super cautious, uh, bring a white plastic bag with you and put your suitcase, put your luggage in the plastic bag and then close it up, seal it. And then uh, before you actually get into bed, pull the sheets up and look around the corners of the mattress to see if there's any signs of uh, fecal stains. Uh, you're not likely to actually see a bed bug because they're very secretive and come out at night mm-hmm. unless you've got a really bad infestation. But uh, you need to check for the signs. And, and you asked me about what they look like. Yeah. Uh, when when a bed bug is first hatched, the nymph is almost invisible. It's it's completely clear mm-hmm. until it has its first blood meal. And then you, it has that crimson appearance. The, the adult, which is oval-shaped, uh, and can be about a quarter of an inch in size, uh, or has different shades of brown. But uh, and they move fast and they're they're wingless. But typically, uh, people don't see them unless it's really a bad infestation. And they finally dawns on them that oh my gosh, it's bed bugs. And they mm. and they uh, they look it up on the internet and, and Google bed bug photo and and they make the identification. Interesting. You know uh, that recent survey I mentioned before by the uh, Pest Association, the respondents uh, were it was kind of amazing. Seventy six percent of respondents. Uh, said that bed bugs are the most difficult pest to treat, more than cockroaches, ants, and termites. How do you get rid of these bed bugs? Well, from speaking with entomologists and uh, licensed professional pest control contractors, uh, the consensus seems to be that you have to have uh, a, a comprehensive approach. It's called the IPM, Integrated Pest Management. So you, you might have more than one way uh, to try to get rid of them. Uh, physically, if you, when a uh, professional goes into a, a, an apartment that that has bed bugs, for instance, uh, the first step might be to actually use a vacuum and mm-hmm. and uh, vacuum up uh, the clusters, and then you might go from there to uh, to using steam uh, to to kill the bed bugs around the bedding because you don't want to use chemicals where people sleep or on their furniture. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are ch- chemicals that that do work, but the problem is with chemicals is that there has to be uh, direct contact with the bugs. And the bed bugs, like I said, are very secretive. They hide in cracks and crevices uh, after they feed. And um, if the chemical doesn't hit them, 
there's really low residual impact on these bugs. So that's when you go to uh, using dust. Uh, one of the popular dust is called dryon dust or, or diatomaceous earth is another one. Mm-hmm. And you put that into uh, wall voids, electrical outlets, things of that nature. It's, it's sort of a backup approach. Hmm. But then if you if sometimes uh, you, the pest control contractor gets called back uh, several times. Uh, in fact, I think it's pretty standard for them to come back three times, two weeks apart. And if there's still a problem and there's more than one unit affected, I've seen a lot of apartment complexes and hotels go to heat because uh, heat will will kill bed bugs if you if uh, you go above a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. Well, that that might uh, work. That might work in the winter, I guess, <laughs> but not in the summer. Well, they they actually bring in uh, portable heaters or actually have something in the parking lot and they wow. uh, set up massive rigging. Where they have uh, vents and uh, and ductwork that bring up the temperature to 140 degrees throughout the entire premises for a three-hour period. Wow! And uh, I mean, this will kill the bedbugs as long as there's no thermal voids. Uh, it'll kill them and kill the eggs as well. Uh, but that even that's not 100 percent. The the gold standard and the most expensive and I think it's kind of rare approach is fumigation. And uh, but but that requires a special license. You have to tent the entire building. Mm. It's very expensive, but that will kill with 100 mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, percent accuracy. Uh, uh, Dan, what kind of what kind of injuries uh, uh, can you incur or can one incur from a bed bug? Well, I, I've seen a, a, a range, and and I know from speaking to to doctors and from multiple people that have called me and clients that. Some people have no reaction to bed bug bites, but other people have uh, serious uh, hive-like welts that itch intensely and uh, can have a burning sensation and uh, sometimes lead to secondary uh, skin infections, uh, swelling, and uh, you just can't deal with it with over-the-counter steroid cream. You have to go to the doctor at the emergency room and get something like prednisone and take that for several weeks before you finally get it under control. But that's not going to work if you keep getting bitten. Yeah. So you have to get out of that environment or somehow get relief from uh, from where you are. Yeah, and prednisone, prednisone is not a not a pleasant drug to take because it has a lot of side effects no. in itself. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. interesting. But, but, you know, I mentioned that those are the, the, the physical symptoms, but mm-hmm. I think what's even more troubling to most people is the psychological stress and the very debilitating nature of when bed bugs come into your life, it drives people nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, be, they become sleep deprived, anxious. Uh, they just become exhausted by fighting bed bugs uh, and, uh, you know, wondering where they are uh, because they can hide anywhere in, in a home, literally mm-hmm. anywhere, electronics, not just the bed or, 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 or headboard, but anywhere in the room, the, the, the uh, the bugs, the females, lay eggs randomly, uh, and they breed very fast. Amazing. So it's this, uh, you know, the the, the mental uh, anguish and and the suffering that goes with not only the bites, but um, you, you know, it's just this 
you have no peace in your life, basically. Yeah, it's, there's no question the psychological impact is, is great. You know, Ross, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on today as co-host was because uh, you know some people who have actually suffered from the impact of bed bugs. Tell us about the, that personal experience you have with those folks. Well, that's, that's, that's true, Larry. Before I even get there, uh-huh. uh, uh, you've had the pleasure of, of, of meeting my bride, Ellen, sure. who uh, you know quite well. well. Several years ago, we were going to uh, New York City. Uh, to spend a long weekend, and and ironically, there was an article in the New York Times when the bed bugs first became front page news, and and my wife, uh, uh, as you know, <laughs> can be very uh, uh, dogmatic in some ways. Well, she read this article and obviously reacted uh, 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 in such a way that she actually um, called and spoke to the the exterminator who was quoted in the New York Times article questioned him about the uh, uh the hotel we were going to and and also how can you uh, uh let's say discover bed if there are bed bugs in your room and where to look and as Dan had said you know not only on the bedboard and the bed but in drawers on mm-hmm. uh, uh blinds and so forth and he also told us that one way possible way to to uh, if you suspect bed bugs, is to take a hair dryer, get it as hot as you can, and and focus it on one section of the bed, generally the corner. And and if in fact there are bed bugs, they may possibly be attracted to the heat and come to the surface. That's so, interesting. Uh, that that uh, kind of that kind of mirrors what uh, Dan was saying about heat being a factor in trying to get rid of them and and identify them and and do some yep, good yep. things with them. Yeah. But only a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, a, an associate of both yours and mine, Larry, uh, he and his wife attended a uh, uh, a wedding on the eastern shore down in Maryland in a, 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 a very nice hotel, certainly uh, uh, very clean and, mm-hmm. and a place that most people would not think there could be a bed bug inf- invest- infestation. But uh, nonetheless, uh, uh, as they were driving home and had left the, uh, uh, the wedding and the hotel, um, uh, she discovered that she had a series of bites on her leg and, and only discovered that because uh, of the itching. And they stopped and pulled over, and here she had a whole series of bites up and down her, her one leg, and uh, uh, they started to pull apart their luggage and actually discovered that they had some of them in their luggage, uh, hmm. which uh, by the time they got home, uh, uh, they had already contacted exterminators, and people came to their house with uh, uh, beagle dogs and so forth to sniff hmm. some of the uh uh, the bed bugs out, but psychologically, I mm-hmm. think more yeah. than anything, uh, uh, was the trauma that they incurred. Sounds like they need to call Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, let's let's talk about. Uh, you mentioned the psychological impact a little while ago, and and Ross, sure. you just mentioned that that was probably one of the bigger uh, results of what happened uh, to that couple in Maryland. Tell us more, Dan, about this emotional impact. It, it, you think people get, you know, they get itchy, uh, you know, repercussions from the bed bugs, but it lasts a lot longer with this emotional impact. What's that about? People feel violated. Uh, they, they, you know, they, people have busy days and stressful days without bed bugs, but they come home and they want to go to bed and have a, a peaceful night's rest. And the, the thought, when when you actually realize there are bed bugs that 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 have not been treated by the landlord, 
which is a typical scenario, or if, if the pest control contractor has not yet got them under control, you're worrying about whether every little uh, touch of your skin, is, is that a bed bug crawling on me? And you know, the thought that, that vermin are sucking your blood when you're sleeping, and they, and they can be crawling on your face or get into your ears, and you, you feel totally violated. And especially women, uh, it, it drives them to a state of, of uh, great upset. And when, when children or babies are being affected, then the, the, the parents especially become extremely distraught because they feel powerless to, to prevent the, the parasites from getting on their children. Um, you know, ch- women that wake up in the morning that have bed bug bites on their face, mm. I mean, that is a, an intense uh, violation of bodily integrity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's embarrassing. And then you've got this stigma where people don't want to come to your house uh, because they don't want to get bed bugs. And uh, you're afraid that you're going to bring them to work. Are you going to bring them, are, are your kids going to bring them to school? Uh, I've got cases where the kids were sent home from school, but the school nurse said, you know, there's some bed bugs that came out of your son's books. Mm. Uh, you know, where, where are they coming from and what's the, what's the rash from? And sometimes the doctors don't diagnose it right away. Or, and uh, But eventually if someone tumbles upon seeing a bug and it dawns on them what it is, and uh, then you're dealing with the problem. But it, it just, until it's under control, uh, people feel powerless. It's exhausting and embarrassing. And many times people are in situations where if they're a tenant, for instance, in a uh, in an apartment, it's the responsibility of the landlord. And, and a lot of times they don't deal with it promptly. So right. you have to wait for the contractor to come and treat it. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times the first the first treatment doesn't do it. Yeah. And so you're living under this, uh, you know, it's, it's an ordeal. Sounds very frustrating. Dan, yeah. it, it, it sounds from listening to some of your stories and so forth that there, uh, there, there really is uh, uh, a lot of litigation as a result of this. I can tell you that my office has filed probably about 25 cases so far in the past two years. Mm-hmm. And I've been contacted by several hundred, probably well over 300 people. And, what, and what, I, what? I get calls you know, constantly. Yeah, who are, who are the defendants in those cases? Are you typically hotels or landlords or, or who? Yep, uh, I've got the full array of. I've got hotels, uh, low-end hotels, luxury hotels. Mm-hmm. Just filed suit against a luxury hotel in Lake City. Mm-hmm. Uh, multi-unit apartment uh, communities uh, against furniture stores, against stores that rent furniture, uh, camp. I mean, there's endless uh, varieties of, of uh, a condominium association. I uh, had a case involving a townhouse in Georgetown where the neighbor had the bed bugs, and she she was a hoarder, so she actually had a side business of uh, selling used furniture, she, and she'd bring home this used furniture, which that's a great way to get bed bugs, and then she would have these yard sales, and uh, you know, the house was completely infested with with bed bugs and mice. And they came through the walls to the neighbors, to my client's townhouse, and she refused to treat. Wow. So uh, eventually my client actually ag- agreed to pay for the treatment of her house. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 
Well, you know what? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You, uh, I don't know about you, Ross, but I, I think I'm going to stay away from yard sales. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not buying any more used furniture from a yard sale. You know, you know, Dan, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, say that some defense attorneys obviously have little different points of view. Uh, some, mm-hmm. some have said that bed bug claims are among the, quote, top frauds perpetrated against hotels, unquote. What do you say to that point of view that uh, thinks that bed bugs are kind of the latest, you know, target to go after and to, uh, to, to try to make these hotels look bad? I, I, I discount that. And let me tell you why. Um, if, if you have a hotel with a history of infestation where you know from uh, your own pest control contractor and every hotel has one, that there's been outbreaks on that floor or in that room, and then the guest complains about bed bugs. that's not a fraud. Yeah. I mean, that's a problem you haven't dealt with. And if, if someone makes a claim, comes to the front desk and says, I think I've been bitten by a bed bug, well, it's, it's not going to be a fraud. All you have to do is say, well, okay, fill out this incident report uh, and check out the room. And, uh, you know, people can make a cl- in any context, can make an unfounded claim. And really, for most of my career, I've been a defense lawyer. Mm-hmm. You investigate it. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if the person has, for instance, um, the characteristic bites, and there's usually a pattern of bites, if uh, the, the guest can provide a photo of the, of the bites, and many people today take photos of, the, of their bites, and you might go to, you might have a medical record documenting an insect bite or a bed bug bite, you know, I really doubt it. In fact, yeah. what I what I see is the is, is typically um, hotels responding with saying, "Oh, you must have brought them," when they when they actually know that uh, they have a problem in, on the premises. So I, I I'm really uh, very skeptical of that claim. Interesting, interesting. Well, yeah, uh, I can imagine, and that's the adversarial system we live in, and you're always <laughs> going to get you're always going to get that kind of back and forth. Sure. Well, let let's take a quick break right now before we go any further. Uh, and let's come back and talk more about bed bugs. You know, before we do that, I, I was at the Paul Revere House in Boston for a little uh, historical visit, and they talked about how they used to tighten up with rope the beds because they were covered. They were basically straw mattresses. And uh, it was interesting because the phrase that was used back then was sleep tight, which means tighten up the ropes in those beds. Sleep tight, kids, and don't let the bed bugs bite. That's a very, that was that that comes back to me right now. Well, let's come back in a second with a lot more with attorney Dan Whitney and my co-host Russ Decker. We'll be right back. This is Ringler Radio from Ringler Associates, the leader in the structured settlements profession nationwide. Did you know that Ringler is involved in a third of all structured settlement cases in the country? Ringler Associates works with all the parties in a lawsuit settlement to find the best possible financial solution for the people involved. Ringler Radio is celebrating its seventh year right here on Legal Talk Network, produced by broadcast professionals and hosted by Larry Cohen. There's a Ringler Associate in all the major cities of the U.S. No one has more experience than a Ringler Associate. Check out our new website, at www.ringlerassociates.com for the best information for claimants, legal professionals, and claims personnel, and to find the Ringler Associate nearest you. We invite you to listen to our other shows on the Legal Talk Network. It's free, 
at www.legaltalknetwork.com. Someone's at the door. Don't answer it. Why not? I'm listening to Legal Talk Network podcasts to get my CLE credit in West Legal Ed Center. Oh, I need to do that too. Where do I find them? It's easy. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and pick a program for CLE, click on it, and start listening. Or go to WestLegalEdCenter.com and choose from any of the Legal Talk Network programs available for CLE. Perfect. I'll do that right now. Think you might like to have us create your own podcast on LegalTalkNetwork.com? Go to the website and send us an email. Or just give us a call at 781-551-9960. It's the best move you'll make in legal marketing. You never have enough friends or followers, right? Check out Legal Talk Network on Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn too. Welcome back to Ringo Radio. I'm your host, Larry Cohen. Glad you could join us. And I'm joined by my co-host, Ross Duncan from Philadelphia, and attorney Dan Whitney, managing partner of Whitney & Bogris in Towson, Maryland. Well, Dan, since uh, a lot of these lawsuits have started against hotels, and I know you filed quite a few, uh, and these landlords and these apartment complexes, have we seen any changes in the prevention of bed bugs? Are there now more preventive measures in place at these uh, places to try to prevent this? Yes, Larry. In fact, uh, I, I've become very popular with uh, pest control, control companies <laughs> in Maryland. I can imagine. There's been a lot of increase in business because uh, no, normally – uh, I don't direct lawsuits against the pest control companies. They make recommendations that aren't followed. But w- what I've seen is since there's been publicity with, with these lawsuits, and the newspapers just love to uh, write about bed bug stories, mm-hmm. uh, that the landlords are actually uh, becoming more sensitive to the complaints and are having a more proactive approach and uh, are having uh, their pest control contractors actually coming up with the required IPM uh, program with uh, not only just uh, reacting to problems, but having a, a proactive approach where they act, where they actually um, have a program of inspections because it's, it's one thing to treat mm-hmm. and to retreat, but you have to, you have to monitor the situation and you have to involve the, the tenant in, in uh, knowing what to look out for. So there has to be cooperation between the, the, the landlord, the tenant, and the pest control company with, with feedback among all three groups. No, yeah, no question. Um, and I can tell you this about we, – we have a case against uh, a mattress uh, store. Uh, it's a national chain. And uh, this is, was a case – or is a case, actually, where uh, a family uh, bought a, a brand-new uh, mattress, paid a hefty price for it, and then uh, a few weeks later, uh, the children and the families were having these unexplained rashes and very bad itching problems. Eventually, it was traced back to the mattress. And it turns out that the mattress was delivered in a truck that also uh, carried away old mattresses from other uh, people. And since the filing of this lawsuit, the store has adopted a policy where they will not use the same truck to uh, to deliver new mattresses and pick up old ones. So you know, I'm, I'm seeing some change. I mean, there's, there's room for a lot more improvement, yep. but uh, people are becoming more sensitive to the problem and well, that, taking it more seriously. That's a great example of uh, how what you've been doing has affected real change to help the public. And uh, 
Like in most things, you know, the publicity by shining the light on the problem uh, is the best disinfectant of all. Dan, you mentioned earlier that the uh, uh, hotels bring in the exterminators and so forth. Uh, 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 how often, uh, uh, in your opinion, should hotels that are that, that cater to the uh, to the public uh, uh, do inspections and have exterminators come into their facilities? Yeah, there's no cookie cutter answer to that. Uh, you, you have to deal with the history of, of that particular premise. And if you if that hotel has a long-standing problem, a chronic problem with bed bug infestation in, in various rooms and repeat treatments and just a chronic problem, you better be in there uh, on a weekly basis or even more frequently, and you better be in there with uh, dogs that are that are trained to detect bed bugs. You, you just can't rely upon a of a visual inspection by housekeeping um, mm-hmm. because it's you're you're obligated as uh if if you uh manage or own a hotel to uh use reasonable and ordinary care to keep the premises safe for your business invitees and protect them from injury that's your legal obligation under tort law right so you better be inspecting for for uh, uh some of our listeners who who do travel a lot uh uh, there is a a site. There's there's numerous sites, but one good site that uh, uh, my wife uses uh, every time I get ready to pack up and go to a hotel is the Beg Bed Bug Registry dot com, which actually uh, uh, lists hotels in cities across the country who have had difficulties uh, uh, with bed bugs, and uh, uh, it's a good site to use before you hop on a plane and check into a hotel. That sounds like a great idea, and uh, the only thing I can say, Ross, is you better not open the door to your house and start scratching anywhere. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen's going to have a real, pro- a real problem. Uh, Dan, let's let's close here. Uh, give us, uh, I guess, what I call final words of wisdom to anyone who's suffering from uh, bed bugs and uh, and what people can do to protect themselves from this. Uh, it's a much bigger problem than I think any of us thought about. So, give us some final words of wisdom. Well, you know, it, it depends on your level of resources. If if you're someone that has some financial means, you can uh, take precautions uh, and actually spend the money necessary to treat your home if if it's infested with bed bugs. But if you're someone that lives in an apartment or Section 8 housing, and and you don't have the the, the means or the or the legal right really to 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 treat bed bugs. Uh, then you've got a problem. Um, all you can all you can do is to is to make your complaints, and if if that goes unanswered, try to get a lawyer to help you. But for someone that just is, is going out into the world and uh, going to a, a hotel, for instance, then you just have to be alert to the issue, know what to look for, and um, just. Make sure you don't bring your pillow with you to the hotel and carry it home. There you go. There you go. And I think, Ross, your, your comment about bedbugregistry.com sounds like a good one. And uh, and I guess we just have to all be uh, a little more vigilant when we go into these hotels to make sure that uh, we're not doing the wrong thing or going to the wrong place. And uh, I want to appreciate – I appreciate everything you've told us today, Dan. It's uh, You've enlightened us a lot. And uh, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, Dan, to talk about this or – Talk to you about other things. How would they get? How would they reach you? Probably my uh, email address: dwhitney at whitneybogris.com. 
Okay, that's good. That's terrific. And Ross, if someone wanted to reach you, how would they do that? Uh, Larry, my email is rduncan at ringlerassociates.com, or they could certainly visit our uh, uh, Ringler webpage, which lists all of our brokers across the country. And that's, and that's right. And the Ringler, ringlerassociates.com has uh, all the brokers listed. It also has tremendous amount of information and not, you know, to increase your knowledge base about stru- structured settlements and uh, issues like we're talking about today. So I would encourage you to do that, and you can download this Ringler Radio show from ringlerassociates.com as well as any of the Ringler Radio shows we've done, or you can also access them through legaltalknetwork.com. So uh, with that, I will say, uh, Dan, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, informing us and uh, making me uh, itch all over. (laughs) Thank uh, you very much, Larry. Thank you. And Ross, thanks for being a great co-host, and uh, good luck going home. All right, thank you, guys. And for the rest of you, go out and have a great day, and uh, be careful when you go to those hotels. Bye-bye now. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Tuck Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio, celebrating its seventh year on Legal Talk Network with over a million listeners. Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements. Visit ringlerassociates.com today. Today.